growth mindset thing that I'm talking about, it doesn't erase any hardships or neglect that you might be going through things, but it does help you see the opportunity and possibility out there to help you move closer to you, to your current vision for your current season. Hi, and welcome to the Girl Who Can podcast. I am so, so happy you're here. It's time for you to remember that you are the girl who is valuable, inspiring, and deserves to live in the confidence that is uniquely yours. Because my friend, you are the girl who can, but we're also not a place that expects or promises perfection because striving and hustling for the perfect looking life, one, doesn't exist, and two, will rob you of who you were created to be. So stick around and let me remind you of how to be the girl who can with who you already are. In this podcast, we have conversations that inspire you to be productive, stay rooted in purpose, but also learn how to embrace the imperfection that is just part of the journey and remember that you're not alone in that. So hi, I'm Arissa, registered dietitian by trade, but most importantly, your friend, and I've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard, but also resting well. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. Happy Wednesday or welcome. If you are a new friend around here, if you are new, so happy you are here. Excited as always to invite you into the Girl Who Can community. If you are a returning listener, I love you so much, but I love you if you are new as well. Um, I'm just really happy everybody is here, whoever you are tuning in, listening in. Happy Wednesday if you're listening to this the day it comes out. I am currently recording this on a Sunday and I'm about to go to a rodeo. So we're going to have a good time today on this Sunday fun day. I live in Texas now and I feel like it's part of my initiation to become a Texan to go to a rodeo and I'm going to go see some bull riding like professional bull riding. So I don't really know what to expect. I dusted off my cowboy boots and we're going to go in about an hour and a half or so. So I'm just having a really good weekend. It's pretty slow for me over here, just getting a lot of busy work done, wedding planning. Last week I was on probably a million and one calls for my upcoming wedding um, in just a few short weeks. It's crazy. We're now down to the countdown and it's just so exciting. So I'm excited to take you guys along with that, but please follow me over on social media at the girl who can podcast or at Aris Lujano. If you just want to see my wedding day unfold, um, weddings are just super fun. And I think a lot of girls that listen to this podcast are kind of around the same age. Not really sure. Um, I would love to know. So come connect with me over on social media. Let me know who you are and let's be friends, but I'm currently 28 and I definitely have friends who are still single and I encourage you if you are single and you have friends that are getting engaged, that are starting a family, that have good relationships and you notice yourself feeling a little jealous or down, one, that can be normal. I get it. I've been in that situation where those emotions kind of come and want to kind of take over you and you feel jealous or you feel sad, you feel like you're behind, all of those things. A piece of the puzzle of relishing in your singleness is being happy for those around you because that ultimately helps you look at your life and see 
what you can do with your singleness and be grateful for it. And I have a whole episode on this on how to cheer your friends on or and and how to get out of that either feeling behind or jealousy type of season. Um, Like I said, I have been there and a part of this podcast is just walking you guys through what I have been through, speaking to my younger self, if you will, and sometimes my current self. A lot of times these episodes are me working through things and my thoughts. um, And hopefully you guys are able to take away a piece of information because we're here to hold each other accountable. We're here to push each other higher. I say this so many times, but get yourself... I'm in your corner, but also get yourself people in your in your corner physically. I'm just here as a, a voice of reason in your ear, but I love it. I love this space. So welcome. Um, what I want to what I want to talk about today is growth. Like I said, we are here to be the girls who can and push each other higher and help foster growth. I have been really intentional in my life lately about who I'm kind of inviting into my life and just protecting my energy. Like I want to be surrounded by like-minded women who are inspiring me. And yeah, I'm not saying every single conversation with your friends has to be like this serious situation. But like if people in your life are holding you back or bringing you down or bringing in some sort of negativity, there might need to be some reevaluation going on in who you are inviting to influence your energy. But I digress. Today, we're going to talk about growth and how to evolve and really just step into that girl who can mentality. Because I know you're here, you clicked on the show because you feel like you can or some element of you wants to be the girl who can, but it really is a daily choice. It is a mentality that we continue to put one foot in front of the other to step into. So First, I want to start off by saying there is an un- there is an association between your thoughts, your feelings, and behaviors. Think about it as like a triangle. At each tip, they are connected. Thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. And so having a toolbox of skills at your disposal helps you to be able to navigate between those th- three things. They're not separate from each other. And I think oftentimes we think our actions um, are separate or we can't control what we're doing. We feel like we know what we have to do. We just don't do it. I feel like we hear that all the time or I can't stay consistent. And so we really try and remove that responsibility of our actions. And knowing now I want to bring to light that your thoughts and your feelings have an influence on your behaviors and your actions. So like I said, skills in place. Think about the triangle. Again, the stuff in the middle that fills that triangle are skills that we're going to talk about today that you can pull out of that toolbox to help you navigate between these three different things. And mental skills um, really enable you to have more clear thinking, which encourages more feelings and actions you want to have. Um, Because yes, the thoughts, feelings, and actions all connect, but if you have negative thoughts or negative feelings, obviously that can lead to a negative action. So um, the toolbox that you have can encourage more of the opposite effect, positive feelings and positive actions you want to have to move you towards your goals. And disclaimer, I am not a psychologist, I'm not a mental health therapist, 
So I am just walking you through my own experiences. And if you feel like you are consistently having something um, that is negative day turns into negative week and negative week turns into negative month and so on, and you are dealing with some mental health struggles, I do encourage you to seek out professional help. There is nothing wrong with it. I actually encourage it. It is so helpful for anybody, despite if you feel like you're going through something negative. Um, But developing resilience and a growth mindset is something that I currently do with my own clients. For those of you who are new here, I'm a registered dietitian. So I'm constantly setting goals with my clients, walking through mental skills, helping them reframe their thoughts, because obviously nutrition and fitness feeds into consistency, accountability, your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, all that jazz. So I am trained in that area of things like motivational interviewing. So these are just some tips that I currently do for myself and then also that I work with my clients with. But a little bit of a fun fact for you guys. Did you know the brain is neuroplastic? So that means that your brain can form reform and reorganize neural pathways in response to learning new experiences and having new environments and so on, which I think is so cool. Like like the body is so fascinating where your brain can change and reorganize neural pathways. So oftentimes we're so, we feel like we're stuck or we feel like this is just how I'm born or I'm not good at X. A very much old way of thinking or not allowing yourself to grow because you are haven't taken on the responsibility that you can change. And yes, there are certain, I'm sure, skills and talents that you have that are uh, unique to you. And they're like, for example, singing, you know, if you're a good singer or not, <laughs> like you can't just automatically become the next American Idol. Like there are certain things that you are born with that you have to lean into as well. But thinking that you can't develop a skill or you can't refine a skill is incorrect. Because as I said, your brain can change and adapt to new learning experiences and new environments that you put yourself in. So you can reflect on your thought patterns and then learn new mental skills that foster more productive lines of thinking that support the outcome that you want, which is so cool. You are in control. And that is an important um, narrative to really take away from this, that you can control the thoughts and the feelings to then control the actions. It's all within your control, which is fantastic and freeing when you Um, come to realize and recognize that as well. And know that this takes time to practice. And at first, it it does seem like a foreign concept. Um, It does seem uncomfortable. It does seem not doable. But over time, it can happen naturally. The different skills and practices that you put yourself through, because if you think about it in terms of like a muscle too, does it we just learned that the brain can change. So it is part of your body. But think about if you're in the gym and someone wants to grow muscle, how do you grow muscle? Repetitive movements. You're in the gym, you're squatting um, repetitively, you're adding weight, and you don't just do that one time a week if you want to grow muscle. You have to do that repetitively week after week. So 
at first, let's say you're not good at that squat. You don't have good form and it might seem foreign and you don't want to do it again because you seem like you're not good at it. No, you have to practice. You have to do it week after week and it's not going to be perfect the next week and probably not within three or four weeks. But after that six, seven, eight, nine, ten weeks and forward, you you it becomes natural. Your repetitive motion of that squat is natural and you understand what form works best for you. You understand what weight you're able to load. And so it works the same way in regards to the mental tools as well. So first, let's define what a growth mindset is. And that is the belief that skills and the abilities that you have are created and improved through effort and practice. That is a belief that you have, that the skills and abilities you develop can be improved through effort and through practice. And this is such an important skill and mental approach to build, and it can be practiced and strengthened over time, just as I gave you that analogy with the the squat and building muscle. The same thing happens here. If you want a growth mindset, we have to practice and strengthen it over time. And so if you are somebody that feels like you want to grow this muscle, if you will, this mental muscle of having a growth mindset, um, this can help you refrain from viewing experiences as a failure um, or you feeling like you're behind. Instead, you can view your situation or experiences through a neutral lens um, and really as a learning opportunity uh, or as a means to just, hey, you're, like I said, a neutral lens. So what that means is maybe the situation, not the outcome you wanted, but if you're viewing it from a growth mindset with a neutral lens, you're, you then see that um, situation as a, as just a time to collect information and figure out how you can handle things differently the next time or be proactive for the future um, that might lead to a more desired outcome that you want. And I talk a lot on this show about putting yourself out there, being uncomfortable, and with a growth mindset, you might actually learn to embrace and seek out the mistakes and put yourself in a position to fail because really the failures are an essential part of taking risks and getting feedback about yourself to navigate the world. Like if you were not failing, you're failing. I've said this before, but it really is true because so often we wait for things to be perfect. We wait for that right time. We wait for, for the, we're the right age. We wait to, to we're in the right job. We wait till we're making X amount of money to do X. Like, there might be things going on in your life that might be busy and you don't have control of. I get that. But having this growth mindset reminds you that you have the power to grow and develop as a human throughout that with who you are right now. You don't have to wait for permission. You don't have to wait for things to happen to you. Um, the 1% daily thoughts that you have, not even actions. If you just reframe your thoughts, because you can't 
change the circumstances that you're in right now. I get it, but you can change your thoughts. You do have control over that. So I get it like this whole growth mindset thing that I'm talking about. It doesn't erase any hardships or neglect that you might be going through things, but it does help you see the opportunity and possibility out there to help you move closer to you, to your current vision for your current season. And some steps. I'm all about giving you guys some tactical steps. I'm not going to leave you without telling you why it's important and then just letting you go. So number one, look for specific progress markers and opportunities to improve in your current life. So if you want to pause this episode and sit down and take out a piece of pen and paper and actually think about that, specific areas in your life that you that there are an, there's an opportunity to improve or that you just know you want to improve in. And I actually do encourage you to pause it and, you know, put pen to paper because it is really easy to say, oh, I want to be better at X. I want to make more money. Um, I want to grow my public speaking. Like, it's, or I just want to be better or I want to do more. That seems great, but that's super vague, you guys. And just that in and of itself, saying you want to do better is a really big ask of yourself and is actually intangible because what does that even mean? What does it mean you want to do better? So select an area you want to work in, be specific, and pick an area that maybe is currently challenging for you because I think it can be easy to pick an area that you feel a little bit comfortable uh, progressing in. But yeah, I challenge you to make it a bit challenging. And then so when you decide on whatever that area is that you want to work on, define a measure of success to help you see and track your consistency and progress. So like I said, I'm a dietitian and I always give you guys like health examples just because that's what's top of mind. But let's say this is, I'm going to make it simple. Like um, you want to be able to do five pull-ups this is so random, but you want to be able to do five pull-ups and maybe your measure of success is working on your pull-ups within your workouts three times a week. And you've defined that as your progress marker to then reach that ultimate goal of five pull-ups. And I don't know, by the end of the year. And so we know as humans Things don't go as planned. So let's say there's a week where you only get in two sessions versus a three. And that is a good learning moment to allow yourself to actually practice the growth mindset. Allow yourself to see the progress you've made in that one area of practicing your pull-up so far. Maybe the weeks prior you were getting, or that week you got two, you got two. So focus on the area that you did make progress in. I was able to get into, yes, my goal was three, but I still made it to the gym. And so, and I felt good in those two practices. That is a growth mindset. So you're still focusing on the opportunity and leading into the fact that there's improvement, you made progress, and you will continue to work on that goal versus, oh, I can't ever be consistent. I can't, Um, I'm never going to reach my pull-up goal because I'm not, I didn't get in the three times a week. That is a fixed mindset. That is a limiting mindset. Um, So if it doesn't go to planned, focus on what you did do well in moving you towards your goals. And that leaves room for the miracles to continue to happen and grow within the next week. And so with that, be cautious of putting too much focus 
on the result when you're doing this, because yes, results are great, but they aren't always within our control. As I mentioned, life gets crazy sometimes. So focus your praise and attention on the process and things you can control, like your current effort and consistency. So that's in relationship to what the example, you know, I just gave of you were only able to do two sessions versus three. And instead of getting down on yourself and focusing on the result of I'm never going to reach the five pull-up goal, you said you reframed, focused on the the goal um, mindset, or I'm sorry, the growth mindset, focused on what was within your control, and you paid attention to the process and progress you did do and make, and what was in your control. So that is leaning into the growth mindset. Because when you are only focusing on the actual outcome, it obviously puts a lot of emphasis on the result, which can sometimes block your focus and create this sort of continued fixed narrow-mindedness. And I'm not saying the goal isn't good to focus on at all, or I'm not saying the goal or outcome isn't tangible or reachable, but you have to enjoy the, the journey. You have to enjoy the process. Because if you think about you finally getting to your goal, you have to have habits in place that you developed throughout the journey in order to sustain and maintain you at that outcome. So you have to be able to enjoy it. If you get to your goal and outcome and you hate it, there's no way you're going to sustain and maintain it. So focus on the journey, not the outcome. Tip number two, shift your focus and this can help you with the growth mindset. So when you have a fixed mindset, which is the opposite of a growth mindset, you can tend to catastrophize. So if this is you, if you tend to like go down a lot of different rabbit holes very often, um, this could be a sign that you might have a fixed mindset. So catastrophizing, meaning like you turn small errors into big issues or huge dramatic setbacks, um, So like you might be somebody who makes big claims like I'm bad at this or I shouldn't be doing it. I'm not good at it. Or you look at others around you and automatically think that their success comes from things like that you can't control like talent or they're just lucky or they have good genes. And so it feeds into this whole all or nothing mindset. um, That fixed mindset uh, that you might be having. And with this, before I go on, I encourage you to not do this alone. I said this earlier in the episode, but get people in your corner to draw out your attention and shift your focus here. Because yes, I'm going to talk about like how you can shift your own focus, but you might not even notice that you're complaining a lot or you are saying these fixed um, mindset type of things out loud. And so get people in your corner that can hold you accountable to this. Like, hey, I'm really trying to work on this. Can you call me out when I you notice me saying these things that are really negative or harsh to myself? Um, Because people in your corner can really be beneficial and help move you in the right direction over time. So you feel more confident and empowered to try new ways of problem solving. Um, So in this can be friends, this can be a significant other, or this could be professional help. As I mentioned, like a counselor or therapist, um, if you in nutrition, somebody like me, a dietitian that I tell this to my clients all the time, like when they want to go off on their own or when, or when they're kind of teetering between like, I don't know if I want coaching, uh, from somebody like a dietitian, 
I remind them that I am able to look at their their journey through an objective lens and gently remind them and help them reframe their ways of thinking to be kinder to themselves. So long story short, get people in your corner that can do this for you in your personal life. But shifting the focus, if you want to do this on your own, is taking inventory of your own thoughts when it's actually happening. So that's why I said this comes from a lot of self-awareness. And a lot of times people aren't self-aware that this might be happening. So it might come from an external, um, somebody that you trust to tell you that this is what you're doing first. Again, professional might be a lot more gentler at it than a significant other you might have. So anyways, but if you want to do it on your own, self-awareness needs to be first and then taking inventory of your own thoughts. So when you notice a thought coming in, challenge it. Instead of focusing on that one thought, ask yourself, is this a truth or is this a lie? Is this helpful or is this hurtful? And so, because oftentimes a thought might come in, we perceive it to be true. It becomes a belief. Then that informs our actions. Thinking back to that triangle, thoughts, beliefs, actions, that all influence each other. So it starts with our thoughts. And if you want to do this yourself, take inventory of them first, allow yourself to take a step back and ask yourself that simple question. Is this a truth or is this a lie? And um, take inventory from there where you are defining what the truth is, because we can easily be so negative on ourselves where, again, our beliefs have influenced what is a true what is true and what is a lie. So go back to your values, your foundations, and where you have um, developed these kind of narratives that you might have for yourself or your current beliefs, your current belief system. So that's a bit of like how to shift the focus, but this kind of leads into tip number three I have for you guys, Um, but use growth language. So as I said, challenge your thoughts and you can do this by... um, let's just say you identify something as like, hey, this is this is hurtful. This actually isn't helpful, this thought. Um, and so reframe your language by asking yourself what you have learned from past experiences or ask yourself how you'll, you will handle this thought that comes in in a different way. And add things onto sentences like yet. That yet word can make a huge difference. So for example, going back to that pull-up situation earlier, I, you might say after you didn't get in um, that three times a week that you had planned, you said, well, I can't do a pull-up. I'm never going to be able to do a pull-up. Add the word yet. I can't do a pull-up yet. Or again, health-related, I haven't been able to lose the weight yet. I haven't gotten my dream job yet. Um, I haven't found my partner yet. It really helps invite in a world of opportunity and optimism into your life and or developing some sort of mantra or affirmation. Um, I do this with my clients as well, but um, this is personal to you, but a mantra affirmation can really help anchor yourself to help change your way of thinking in the present moment. So again, that moment you challenge your thought, you're like, this is actually hurtful. You have an anchor, a truth to direct yourself to. So you're not swept into the old thoughts and patterns. And instead you can make a decision that aligns with your values and desired outcome instead to push you towards that growth mindset. So for example, mantras, affirmations, I'm capable 
I will choose to have a good day today. I am powerful. I'm confident. Um, I am loved. I'm uniquely made in God's image. I can handle whatever life throws at me. I make choices that support my health and well-being. I mean, really the list goes on. And like I said, it's personal to you. So even if you just like start with a simple Google search or any one of those that I mentioned that you connected with, um, write it down and have that be your anchor of truth. So then you can shift yourself to look towards a growth mindset and be the girl who can. And I know you can do it because you made it to the end of the episode. So clearly you can, you can do things. You can finish an episode. So start there, my friends. But I hope this was helpful for you. And if it was, as always, share it with a friend, start a conversation. We want to grow this community of girls who can. Um, I am not making these episodes weekly unless there were people listening. So I appreciate all of you guys so, so much. Again, come connect with me over on social media. Both handles are linked in the show notes. And if you have not already, consider a wedding gift. But if you could leave a review over on Apple Podcasts, click if you're on an iPhone, little purple icon, open that up, type in the girl who can find my face, click on it, scroll down a little bit and tap write a review. I would appreciate it so much. Or wherever you are listening to your podcast, please Let me know who you are. Let me know what you learned, what you want to see more of the show. I read them all personally, and I can't wait to chat with you guys next Wednesday. Bye, everybody.